If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply felt discouraged or even defeated, if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then this podcast is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Batul Aljuni. Batul is the award-winning author of Ditching Success, a career ventured, a life regained. That's so powerful. And as soon as I heard the name of this book, I was like, oh yeah, this is so in alignment with Zen Success, (laughs) defining your own success, like letting go of everything you think success is, and then starting from scratch with what's important to you. So I I just feel so excited about you and your book. So she previously, she was an architect, entrepreneur, business executive with 30 years of experience in 15 of the world's toughest markets. Now that's a story I'm sure. (laughs) She co-founded her company at 24 before serving as the VP of business development at a leading IT firm, helped it grow into a multinational corporation, a prominent businesswoman engaged in activities and public speaking events on design, business, technology, and women and youth empowerment. Also, she's an active board member at Jordan's premier society for the conservation of nature. Amazing. Batul works from her home in Amman, Jordan. I've never been there, where she lives with her husband. Welcome, Batul. Hello, Carissa. So happy to be here. Yes, I'm so glad to connect with you and learn more about your journey. And I was just curious, do you have kids of your own or any pets? I have pets. You have pets. So those are your babies? Are those your uh, those those are my babies. I've had three cats so far. I've lost two, unfortunately, and one still here with me. It's it's amazing to live with pets. (laughs) Yes, pets are so healing. I agree. I have a dog, and we just went to visit my mother-in-law and father-in-law in Michigan, and they have two cats, and they were so fun. Um, they they were just kittens, but now I think they're, they're like two years old or something and they're just playful and loving. And, um, I mean, I'd say I'm more of a dog person. They say, you know, you're either a cat person or a dog person, but, but I do love cats. And when I grew up, we grew up with cats and dogs living together. (laughs) I think, I think it could be both. I mean, I, I, I adore dogs as well. It's just, I think dogs need more taken care of than that. Cats are just more independent. Yeah. And because of my work and everything, it was it was a lot more difficult for me to have uh, dogs to take care of. So we just mm-hmm. went ahead with cats, and, and they're just adorable. But whenever I see a dog, I just I just you yeah, love I dogs too. Run out, yeah. run out and hug them. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so that's wonderful. Okay, so what about your husband? How did you meet your husband? Oh. 
that's well that's part of my business career story as well it is so oh, it is wonderful. it is it's an interesting story okay um okay so i as you mentioned i'm an architect or was an architect because i never i well i practiced architecture for two years mm -hmm. during those two years uh the company i was working with uh had an office in a building where my husband used to he had a friend who worked there in the same building not in the office but in the same building and we so we just saw started seeing each other and and we became friends with each other and with others friends as well and we started going out together uh as friends at the beginning um and then things just developed and uh we dated for about six years before getting married but uh that's wonderful year, that's a good well, long time it is it is <laughs> and the second year that we started dating actually uh he brought to me the idea of um the the new venture that was about to start and that they were looking for new partners and everything and asked me if i was interested in becoming uh, a partner in this new venture and uh, and i said yes of course after after i heard all about it and that's so he got me into this entrepreneurship thing oh think about it <laughs> but what's the business that you were a partner with it was so i worked as an architect for two years um i felt it was a bit not enough of a challenge for me uh, uh -huh. it was it was great and everything i was just not having enough of what i i wanted what i needed yeah. you weren't and feeling fulfilled I, I exactly exactly and then when he came out with this with this um idea of other colleagues who were just discussing this business venture it was a company that was supposed to be the first in the in the region in the middle east um a professional computer graphics and design computer graphics and design oh. company and animation and uh that was fairly new that was back in 1989 when oh yeah that's a pioneer you're a pioneer exactly exactly it was it was it was something new in the whole world let alone in Jordan. oh yeah so when, big time and so when he came up with this when when he came to me with this idea and i thought oh, god i i enjoy doing computer graphics or graphics and computer graphics was fairly very very new uh, but i had done that and i liked it so i said sure this sounds like a challenge yeah i mean it's something fairly new it's something that we we would be pioneers as you said in the whole region and uh, I, I would love to just experience this whole new business you know being a, an owner of a business so i said yeah let's go for it so he, he wasn't a partner with that company though he he left to work in germany after that but i i was left with four other partners and that's how we started our company <laughs> Oh, okay, wonderful. And so how did that go along your journey? Did you like it? Was it stressful? Was it exciting? It was completely exciting. It was I loved it. We spent hours and days nonstop. I was never home. We were always at, at the office just just working and, and creating and learning and educating because we had to educate the market. On yes. What computer graphics and animation meant and that was all part of the fun of it and um 
it it was it was challenging and we all wanted a challenge so uh, that was that was really great until a couple of years later uh another uh pioneer also a pioneer but it company uh who is again working in the same realm as we were uh was interested in us and decided to acquire us we accepted and so we moved in to become one of a bigger group of okay. companies. Uh, I moved to that company and started managing that business. And a few years later, uh, I decided to step up again and start working on the business development for the whole group. Oh, okay. And that company was an IT company. So, so that's how we got into the IT business. Though I'm not technical per se. <laughs> Yeah, but you have that vision. It's interesting. Like you like tech because it's, it's can automate things and it's fun and you like to learn. And I feel the same way about tech. I don't know programming, but I love technology and I have programmers that I work with that I hire on ideas that I have, you know, as an entrepreneur. So I totally get what you're saying. So let's go to your book now, Ditching Success. A career venture to life <laughs> regained. A life regained is so powerful right now, you know, for everybody listening, really need to hear this. What inspired you to write it? And what does it mean? Ah, so what inspired me to write it was my own story. So and that's a continuation of where I started. Uh, I worked in that IT company for about 30 years. And I was fully committed. I loved what I was doing. I am a passionate workaholic by nature. Uh, I reached a point at some, some time in my career, which I cannot really pinpoint where it started, but I think I overdid it in terms of being a workaholic. And You're so just, sweet about that. You have such a big just, smile about it. It just, it just got <laughs> to me. What to tell you? You know, there's like no one to say. Okay, could this be? I mean, maybe did your husband notice anything that you were working too hard? Uh, everyone noticed that that you work too hard. It's just how I I became. I got to a place in my life where bit by bit I started changing. Uh, I became a different person. I wasn't happy or satisfied anymore. Uh, I became more negative and depressed. And oh, and, that doesn't started, feel like you at all. It, yeah. Not at all. And I started losing the passion for the one thing I lived for, and that was my career. And that is when I thought, okay, something must be wrong there. I could not tell exactly what it was. It was, I was struggling with burnout without really knowing it. I had no idea what burnout was. I didn't even, never heard of the term burnout yeah. before. They didn't talk about it at that time, right? When you were experiencing it? They they didn't. And, and, and I wasn't even interested in it because <laughs> every time... So seriously, every time someone would tell me you're working too hard, even some, you know, some of my, my team, my employees would start saying that you're working too hard, shouldn't do this, just take a break, take it easy, whatever it is, because they started saying 
how, how different I was because how stressed I was. Uh. And I was just, I, I kept on telling them, no, this is normal. This is normal. This is normal. But it wasn't. It really wasn't. And it isn't. And it shouldn't be normal. Yeah, so you didn't have that awareness, even though people were pointing it out to you, you couldn't really see it and didn't want to admit that it was a problem. Because you're such a passionate workaholic. You've done this for so long. I've done it for 30 years. Yeah, it's your identity. It's my identity. Exactly, exactly. And all I wanted to do was grow that company was bring it to a place where it became uh, an international player. And I, and I have, and I did all that, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole story. Mm-hmm. And so, so where do you stop at working towards your goals? Mm-hmm. It's the whole idea. It's the whole question. And yeah, like how far is too far? Um, so what was the turning point when you realized you need to stop and did you quit altogether? It was, it was, first of all, it was just a number of signs. I had physical, emotional, spiritual, you know, psychological and, and, and mental, uh, I would different, different symptoms that I had. And they all happen at one time, it, you know, simultaneously. So it, there's not just, there isn't like a point where you know, this is, ah, this there is started happening. It just builds up bit by bit, yeah. bit by bit. And that's why I don't know it. Um, I think it all started when I, when I, when I started literally waking up in the morning and thinking, gosh, I have to go to work today. Oh, and I was wearing a smile on my face. That's when I thought, okay, there's a lot more than this physical agony that I'm going through this, this mental agony that I'm going through. It's, this is not just stress. It is beyond stress. And I was, there wasn't a single day that would pass by at work without me being so stressed and so tired and so worried about my health um that i that i thought this is it and and, and and what happened is one day i went to work same as like every every other day and something happened which which wasn't that different than any other day uh but it was it was too much for me at that time and it was right then and there that i decided this is it i am ditching my career of 30 years. Wow. I had, um, I hadn't thought this was possible. There were so many things that went on in my mind during that time that I decided to do that. And the few months afterwards, because I was, I'm, I was a partner in that company. I was a senior executive. I was a working partner. It was all of that. I was in operations. So it's not just, it's, it's not easy for me right. from a company, which I loved and I still love. Okay. And it's still, it's still out there. It's operational. It's just, I decided at that point in time that I could not take a single moment of being in, in operation. Mm. I had to step back and I did, and I did. Uh, 
And that was a turning point. Yeah. And did you stop altogether or did you take a lower position? Did you take a vacation? Like what happened? Uh, not a vacation. I, it took me, by the way, this whole thing, this whole sequence, by, by the time I decided to do that and until I was able to just quit altogether, this whole sequence took about five years. <laughs> yeah, this is not a six-month thing, so it's not. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, I see. Exactly. And, and during those five years, it was just uh, getting worse every day. Okay, mm. so when I finally left, I thought, okay, I'll just start volunteering. So I had no, you know, no, nothing serious, nothing, no deadlines, no nothing. I'm just coming to work to enjoy my time. And I did that for about six, to be exact, seven months. Oh, and, and you're volunteering months, at your work. And, 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 no, listen, listen, and this is this is where it gets really funny or sad. I don't, I don't know how, yeah. how you're going to see that. I thought you were going to say I was I, volunteering at a hospital or somewhere no, else. No, I was volunteering at my work, okay, because I didn't want, want to feel responsible for anything. And yeah. I thought, I'm just coming here because I wanted to. But I ended up during these seven months, you know, going home like the last person in the company to leave home I, I was just working day and night and, and volunteering day and night and working here and there and making prog problem and making progress and, and and you know managing projects and, and and exhibitions and all of that and then all of a sudden i thought what am i doing i'm i'm, I'm just doing the same old thing without getting paid <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly that was that wasn't actually smart. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Uh, so so that was the third time I actually quit and I decided that was it. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. I think that's so funny. You're like, I'm gonna volunteer. I'm gonna give back to my own work. Yeah, I can see how that could happen. So just for our audience, since you went through this, what are some hidden signs of work burnout? Oh, it's, 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 again, it's those five areas that I mentioned. It's the physical, the mental, the, the emotional, the psychological, and the spiritual, and all of these elements. There's, so you get why they're hidden is because so much, so many of the signs, you could easily mistake them for other things. So let's start with the physical. You could, well, you the headaches, they're nonstop headaches. Okay. You have uh, hypertension, you start getting hypertension. Okay. Uh, high blood pressure. You start or some people the, could, you know, you could get some, one. Yeah, or all of or these some symptoms. Or yeah. some people. Exactly, exactly. Uh, increased heart rate. Okay, your heart rate gets gets up to the roof in at times where you're just resting. You know, mm. uh, it's but all of this adrenaline pumping every time you think of uh, uh, an issue or a deadline or, or, or whatever it is you have to do at work, uh, you're overwhelmed. Okay, uh, the sweating, and uh, this is not a joke, but uh, middle-aged women, oh, increased increased signs uh, or symptoms of uh, menopause. 
Mm. way increased um, <laughs> everything increased is doubled <laughs> symptoms and early menopause or not necessarily not necessarily early not necessarily early but but magnified increased yeah. magnified magnified because everything and you start wondering is this really the menopause or is it something else but it's yeah. all of it together okay you start and then and then there's the mental the, the your your uh you start getting loss of memory, especially the short-term memory, because mm -hmm. you're just overwhelmed, okay? Mm -hmm. There's no way you could focus on things like you used to or learn new things or memorize or all of that. Wow. That is, yeah, you feel it. You feel it. Um, and then the, the, the emotional, you're just, there's ups and downs and mood swings all the time, but, but mostly it is you being negative. It is you being, and here comes the psychological, and so you're down and the spiritual, you're down and you're depressed. And the anxiety is just non-stop anxiety. And, and if you get all the physical into this, like you cannot sleep at night. And so all of it just builds up together and you end up, uh, just this whole different person in a whole different body even um, that you start struggling with because that's just not you. That's really not you. And this is when you realize, I got to do something about this. Mm, yeah. And do you feel like the, some people it could turn into a disease or um, like a heart attack or something more serious? Every day I was at work the, past, the last years, I thought, okay, this is the day I'm going to get a heart attack. Oh, my wow. father uh, passed away at the age of 53, and I was just 17 years old. Oh, uh, that's pretty young. That's pretty that's, young. That's pretty young. And uh, he, he had a stroke. He was a passionate workaholic like I was. And... Mm. Um, he just, I guess, could not take all of it. And that, that just happened all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden. And every day that passed by, because during that time that I left work, I was about the same age that he was when he passed away. And and I kept thinking, this is exactly what happens. This is exactly oh. what, ha what happens. And I thought, oh. uh, no, I shouldn't. Because the thing with burnout, burnout is not stress. And this is very important. Burnout is... Ah. is unmanaged stress it oh. is when you have all of this stress for so long where you cannot manage the stress or your life and you feel that you ah. lose control of everything mm -hmm. okay and it and the thing is if you don't get it resolved in time you will have chronic diseases based on that mm. including diabetes you know including heart attack or, or heart disease, mm -hmm. uh, hypertension, and so and so on. So um, yes, it is not anything to, to take easy. Right. Now, I know we're kind of focused on, um, you know, the negative stress and burnout. But have you ever thought about or studied you stress, EU stress, like a positive stress? and um, know how that can uh, incorporate into your life? I have not. 
Yeah. Well, it's just things like, um, it's kind of like how you were saying when you got into tech, how you were really excited. It's like that enthusiasm or like running or like exercise could be good stress, but you know, you have to have that balance, like you're saying in your life in order for it to be positive for, to channel that energy. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. I think I think uh, with work burnout, it's it's the loss of balance in your life that mm -hmm. that gets to you, and again, the loss of control of your life. Uh, the thing is that see this the three problems when it comes to 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 dealing with burnout. One is that it is hard for you to recognize it. This is number one, because you just, as I said, you, you get it mistaken with so many other symptoms and diseases and all of that. But once you do, it, it, it is difficult for you to figure out, okay, so what do I do about it now? Okay, so, and, and, and I, I went through that. So, okay, so I'm tired, I'm, I'm overstressed, I'm burned out, what do I do about it? Do I, do I, can I solve it? Can I stop it? Can I prevent it? Can I reverse it? What do I do about it? And then when you figure out what to do about it, and, and, and there are steps to that, okay, because mm -hmm. there are things you can do in order to say, solve it or prevent it or even stop it while you're in your environment. So not oh. everyone that gets burned out needs to leave their job. That's for right. Sure, okay? They could just it cut depends. back on the hours or it, they could change their position maybe or exactly. something. And exactly. do you help there, clients there, with this? Do you have clients that you can help with this or? Now I do. Oh, no, you I do. do. Okay. No, that's I, amazing. This is part, this is part of what I'm going to start doing. Uh, so, so it really depends on the level of your burnout and what you can do about it. Okay. There are, there are things you can, you can, you know, physical things with the exercise with maybe meditation or breathing exercises that really, you know, the mental aspects of it, uh, even the nutrition, all of that, uh, going into talking to people at your organization, um, the HR, try to see how to work out getting help for you and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, talking to people in your own, you know, the support system, talking to your family, your 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 spouse or partner, uh, trying to help out and everything. All of this helps. If you can take a break from work, of course, that that is good, say, but but it has to be a good break, say about six months or so, like a sabbatical or a career break. But when all of this doesn't work, and in my case, that was the case, I was unable to do all of that or to get any results from all of that. The only thing I was left with was to leave that environment and start looking outwards to a new place where I could find a better place that works for me, mm -hmm. a better place in that space that works for me because I was I was done with that. The agony that you go through just making that decision and and taking the action make you know, you know, taking that step is not easy. And that's what most people struggle with. And that's why most people even when they know they're burned out, they just decide not to do anything about it and say, Okay, I'll, I'll just live with it or I'll, you know, wait it out mm -hmm. but it doesn't go away 
yeah. it doesn't, just doesn't go away. If you're at that point, it doesn't go away. You're going to have to take that step. And it's hard. And that's what I did. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, because I think some, when I talk with some of my clients, they say, oh, you know, for the next 30 days, I have this deadline. Um, so, so then after that, then I can relax, but there's always going to be a new goal. There's always going to be a new deadline and you maybe are just prioritizing. So this might be the priority now, but then there's going to be another thing. What do you think about that? It's an ongoing thing. It's, 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 it, it's just never stops. And, you know, uh, my whole you know, my dream was to bring our company to become a whole corporate and then and then have investors, you know, buy it and in, 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 in everything and all of that. And that what happened is the closer I got to my to my to achieving my dream, the bigger the, the company became, the more of a corporate we became, the further away I was from what I, what it, what essentially was my passion because it was it's a different it's a different ball game, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, corporates are are big monsters. They're just they're just <laughs> they're they're unforgiving. Okay, even even that's to, true. You're just a number to them. You're just yeah. a number. Even if you are the founder, yeah, them, exactly. You are just a number. You make yourself mm-hmm. just a number for it to succeed. That's right. And that's the whole thing. You bring yourself to that point. Okay. And that's what I, what I figured out. That's not what I want. Yeah. I want something more simpler where I can, you know, be of more impact, but when I can feel it one-on-one and, and, and so again, it's that step ahead that you struggle with. That is so it's the unthinkable that you think of, you know, that could actually be what changes your life forever. Mm. And that, that decision that I made that I struggled with for five years was the thing that actually changed my life and got me into this whole new path towards self-discovery and a life-alternating journey that brought me to where I am today. And I am so grateful that I had to go through all of that mm. to, to learn it, to live it, to experience it, because that's the only way I could figure out where I am today yeah. and hopefully be able to help others uh, go through the same. That's amazing. Do you feel like there's a special combination because of the situation you were in, you were one of the founding members, or do you think it was like part of your personality that you were really driven and you had this goal and and you felt like you were giving up on yourself? Was there any psychological um, talking about that? First, uh, I think the hardest it is, it is for uh, workaholics and perfectionists, and I am one. Mm-hmm. Um, I am one who likes to do things the right way, uh, and I wouldn't give up. You know, I, I try and try and try and try. So I'm not a quitter. Yeah, and that's important because when you reach the point where you have to quit. 
<laughs> you feel, yeah, you feel like really bad because, right. because say I'm not a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Why would I do this? Let alone right. everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that really, and, and not only that, you go, you go fighting the thoughts of what would everybody else say about yeah. you because you were the one promoting and encouraging and mentoring hard work. You know, I was, I was the one saying, you know, calling to people to, to just work. It's important. It's, it's your number one thing. It's a priority. <laughs> There's nothing else in the world that matters. And all of a sudden I am, you know, ditching all that. <laughs> you feel like a hypocrite for a while. And right. that hurts. <laughs> that oh, hurts. Yeah. You really, because, because it's such a paradigm shift. That's why it took you, you know, five years to really come to that. Yeah. That's really insightful. So for our audience, so reinventing your life. So I want to talk about how you move from the burnout to reinventing your life, because for you, was it becoming an author, a speaker? Like how did that shift? So I, uh, I wanted to write all of my life. I haven't never tried, but I, I just, this, I love reading this, this, certain passion I have in books, it's unbelievable. I lose myself in a book. And I always wanted to be a writer, but I never tried. And I thought, okay, one day when I have the time, I'm going to do that. That didn't occur, you know, that didn't happen immediately. What you go through at the beginning, there has to be a time for what I call detachment. You have to detach and that takes time. At the first good few months, all I did was I was binge watching old <laughs> series, you know, 200 episodes, believe it or not, 200 episodes of The Little House on the Prairie. Oh, that was my uh, show. In a whole, in a whole month. And, and what I loved about this was it's the innocence and, and, you know, the simplicity of their problems and their issues. Okay. They had major problems, but it was just so simple life that I missed, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I just didn't want to do, I, I didn't want any deadlines. I did not want any order in my life. And that's the thing that you go through because your whole life is order, order deadlines, you know, day in, day out and all of that. So the first reaction is to just, break out of that order. And then, wow, that's powerful. I've never exactly, heard anyone say that. Exactly. The thing is, the thing is, it doesn't take you too long before you realize, my gosh, I need order in my life again. <laughs> because, <laughs> <laughs> because, no, I mean, that can go, turn into a downward spiral as well. Like, you know, right. So it that's does. so true. Like there's, there's a chapter in my book um, called um, Hot Chili Chocolates. And I describe all of this experience about, because I went into a so-called early retirement and that's, I describe it as hot, is eating hot. Have you ever tried hot chili chocolates? Yes. Yes, okay. So I, they're, they're one of my favorites. I love it. I, I love it. I think it's an amazing combination. It's, I, it's yeah. an amazing combination exactly and that's that's what it felt like to me at the beginning because there's this <laughs> there's this you know burn that burns you that you want to how can you live 
not doing anything. What am I going to yeah. do in my life? What is it? What am yeah. I a quitter and everything? And then there's just this sweetness of, of chocolate of, yes, mm. I am free. I can sleep. I can, I can just do whatever I want or not do whatever I want and all of that. And then the combination. And once you, every bite you take, there's, there's a tear and a smile, you know, and this is what you feel like in the first days when you leave your career. Mm. And that's what I felt like. It was just yeah. so confusing to go through. And <laughs> you go sure. through that, you go through that uh, day by day, month by month, until you reach a point where you start saying, okay, I need more in my life. Yeah, a little more order. Mm -hmm. But I have to figure out what I need to do or what I do not want to do. And then you start reflecting on, so what is it? that really got me to where I am. What or what is it that I did not want to do again? In my in my case, it was it was freedom. Okay. Mm. Being part of, of, of this whole work life cycle that I created for myself ever since I finished school. I was not free to do anything in my life. Wow. I, created That's profound i created this whole this whole thing that i was imprisoned in yeah which is called work which i created yeah okay? you created i created with a goal that i wanted to achieve but i was a prisoner of that i was a prisoner of my own goal and that's why it was so hard to get out of because it was it, it was your dream your goal that you want to achieve but it's really controlling your life. Mm. So breaking away from that is what takes so much time. And, and, I, and I, I'm happy that I, I just took my time. I was able to, I'm fortunate that I was able to go into early retirement. So at least I had some sort of a, not, not as good, but some sort of a, of a monthly income uh, that I was able to live off. But then my entrepreneur, self started kicking in again and uh first first thing going through all of his all of all that i was going through i thought you know no one explained this to me before no one helped me no one no one i i did not know what i was going through so i thought what i need to do now is to write this whole experience down and you know to write a book about it and in the form of my memoir of going through from a passionate workaholic to extreme burnout. Okay, what happened, how it happened and what happens afterwards and how I was able to get through all that and start a whole new life. And that's, that's what teaching success is, is all about. So I, I, I wrote the book uh, while I was in lockdown. And um, I decided, okay, because I have plans, I believe it or not, I have plans. And they were all just, you know, evaporated into thin air with the COVID, with COVID. and everything. And I had to stay home, literally, you know, <laughs> not moving anywhere. So I thought, okay, this is a good time to start. And I started writing my book and I, um, I finished it by the time COVID was, was out. And... Um, I started this whole new thing 
this whole new life of uh, being an author. I uh, I love it, and I'm planning on writing definitely new books again. And then there's this whole thing of of wanting to help others uh, go through all of that, manage all of that, because the more I learned about, the more I heard people struggling through it. There are, apparently there are millions and millions of people in the world struggling with burnout mm. and they don't know what to do because they are afraid of taking that step ahead. They're afraid of making that change, you know, and, and having gone through that, all I say is uh, embrace it. Take that leap, embrace it. It will happen. It will happen. And there are steps to do that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I found it interesting because I was thinking about when I was an employee, this was a long time ago. And what you talked about really hit something in me because what I really value is my freedom. And, and I get that as an entrepreneur, as an author. And when I had my job, I was working for an aerospace company. And by the way, they were very supportive of me, of women, because there weren't that many women in aerospace. So they had like all these leadership training programs and they gave me like a multi-million dollar budget and employees. So I had like a lot of power and I was meeting with like the execs, the top execs of this um, aerospace and their leadership, executive leadership committee. And so I really loved all of it. And I didn't feel stressed. I didn't feel stressed at all, but I was kind of like a go-getter. I don't know mm. if I would say I was a workaholic, but maybe. And, and I was just like very driven for my goals. And a lot of people around me, I don't know if they were jealous or whatever, but all of a sudden I felt like I was getting stifled from my coworkers, not from leaders. And so what, um, what I did was I decided I wanted to start my own business on the side and I just made business cards and then I had enough clients and then I left be, and I decided to leave because my boss and everybody told on me, oh, she has her own business. So they're like, look, he took me out to breakfast. He's like, we love you. We want you to stay, but you can't have your own business and do this job. And so I thought about it and I was like, no, I want to try this. I want to try entrepreneurship. So I left and, um, and it was scary, you know, lots of ups and downs with income and everything, but it was just, it was just kind of interesting that I wasn't necessarily burned out, but I had a vision for my future that maybe wasn't in corporate or just like in corporate here and there, because I still do consulting here and there. So, so anyways, I just thought I'd bring up my own story with that. But so many people are are in the same place. They're either where you are, okay, uh, but do not actually take those steps. Yeah, and and and, and you know struggle inside the corporate or the, wherever they they're in, in their job, mm -hmm. uh, or they are really suffering and they still struggle. And and that's where I'm hoping my story would really help them because yeah. um, Powerful. you know hearing someone who's done this and 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 and, and when you when you hear somebody that, that's that's gotten out of the other side you know uh in a better place 
uh, that hopefully encourages people to at least at least consider it and, and yeah. you know start thinking about taking that step forward mm -hmm. and i encourage them to do that again it's, it should be the last resort but if you're if you're in that stage you are really no good to yourself to your family or to your to even to your business or your career or your job or whatever it is you are just no good to anyone yeah and so you're better off just just starting new and, and go out there find 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 this whole new thing so many people say i'm i'm old you know especially especially in in you know after 50 and i said i'm old i'm not gonna start something new again or i'm just too tired to start looking or mm -hmm. what else could i possibly do and you hear this a lot i've been in this whole thing for 30 years what else could i probably possibly do you know uh -huh. it's, it just it's just mind-boggling but when you yeah. take out the time and you relax and you reflect and you start exploring and, and to date the beauty about technology and we go back to talking about technology here the beauty about today's technology is that everything is out there for you what people can do now from their own homes from wherever you want to be and you can still work you can still make a living and you can decide where or when or how or how much you want to do but you decide so you can still do that and it's not it's not so it's not impossible mm -hmm. it's really not impossible there's so much out there online to learn from and people should just learn and learn mm -hmm. and learn it's just it's it's possible yeah it and figure possible. out when you when you say learn you mean figure out what you're passionate or interested in and and just keep learning because something will spark your interest exactly i mean you could you could just think of okay um, i mean not necessarily what your career was say okay so what's your hobby what do you really like doing okay yeah think about that mm -hmm. and then just start searching what are if that's if you want to work again what are possible opportunities for me to work? What are jobs out there mm -hmm. online or, 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 or even your local community that in, in, involve that hobby that you have? Mm -hmm. And you start looking into that and there is a lot out there. If you want to work for a profit, if you want to volunteer, if you want to do a full-time job, part-time mm -hmm. job, work from home, it's all out there. All you have to do is just do some research but first and foremost, believe that it's possible and believe that you can do it, regardless of what your career is. Mm -hmm. You are not your career. Yeah, that's amazing. And I know, you know, being an author and entrepreneur is not for everyone. So it could be that you're going from being an entrepreneur to having a job too. <laughs> You know, being an entrepreneur could be stressful. Sure. So you could sure. go into a, a job and that could provide you some relief or maybe it's changing because my husband was traveling a lot and he kind of changed his career to work with a startup that's nine to five. And so now he turns off. I mean, he only works 
eight hours a day, six to his job. And that's, you know, he has his boss keeps reminding him. And I think that's helpful to have people inside an organization that encourage this balance, encourage like, you know, don't work late at night because you already worked a full day, you know? So it's kind of nice to see that encouragement within um, his job as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And the important thing is that it it doesn't. I mean, there's it's not one size fits all. I mean, not yeah. all of us want to be entrepreneurs, or none yeah. of us, not all of us want to do this or that. Or mm-hmm. the thing is, and that's where your reflection part of your journey comes in. Your mm-hmm. self discovery journey. There's a big part of of it is reflection. Is trying to figure out what was it that got to you, you, not everyone else, you. Okay. In my case, I, it was, it was my free time. That was, that was something that I cherished after all that, those years. And, and so whatever it is, when you, once you figure out what is it that took you off, mm-hmm. okay. And what is it that you have the passion for? You combine both, both of those together and going ahead in your journey, say, okay, how I go what, with what my passion is making sure that I don't fall for the same mistakes that I did before and that I don't do the same things that take me off in the in the first place. So you design your life as you go ahead. And that's the beauty about it. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that. Did you ever feel, I just had this insight that, um, that your key a quality that you wanted in your life was freedom and you wanted your time. And, and I was just thinking, gosh, because you were in this career for so long and working these long days, you missed a huge portion of your life. So that is everything to you now, probably. Right. And, and, and when you feel the moment that you see your life has just passed you by, that's when you figure I'm not doing this anymore. I want to live. I want to live. It's about time. Look, priorities change. Yeah. Our lives change. What what I, I don't regret doing what I did. Of it course was not. right. It, it was right. You. It was the right thing for me to do back then. Okay. But we're, we do, as humans, we just don't take change so easily. So after a while, your priorities change your, your whole you know your whole life there's the outlook and different outlook on life and so when you start mentally you know working with that you just can't accept you're in denial you can't accept that i've changed right i loved doing that what happened to me yeah and and so it's hard but 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 it happens and and we need to embrace change because it's it's just normal you know, it, as we progress in age and experience and all of that, our priorities change. So we just have to go with it in order to live our lives. Otherwise, we'll be miserable. Yeah. And it's so beautiful that you don't have any regrets because you realize that it made you appreciate everything so much more. So our last question how do you find, or for our audience, how do you find Zen, your own Zen in this crazy world? How, how can nature um, help you be more grounded? Actually, uh, nature is my Zen. I, I, um, it is something that I, uh, I'm really so passionate about. I want it 
so many times just to be in the outdoors and every time I'm in the outdoor, I, uh, I, I feel grounded no matter where I am, whether it's no matter what the environment is. And I, my husband and I are just passionate hikers. So we try to do the, to do, uh, uh, to go hiking as, as often as possible. And wherever we travel, actually, we try to do it. Uh, but it's, it's being in the middle of nature that really grounds you. Not so much because, I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's a simple complexity about nature that gets you thinking about everything and, and humbles you and makes everything else seem, you know, shouldn't be that complicated. And that's when you start thinking. So it's, it's, it's really, of course, all the, all the, 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 the fresh air and, and the, you know, all the good things that have that from health wise that helps, but the psychological and spiritual aspects of being out there in nature is something I don't think anyone should miss out on. So many people are probably not, may not be interested in that, but I think everyone should at least try and see because it's, it just, it is different. It is really different. We are, we are rooted in nature. And I think that's why it really gets to us or gets inside of us and helps us so much. Mm. It's, we are nature. Yeah. I so resonate with that. I, I just feel that so deeply in my soul. So it's been such a pleasure connecting with you and learning about your book, Ditching Success. And I'll put your website and how to buy your book in the show notes and just wishing you much Zen success on your journey. Thank you so much, Carissa. This was really, really exciting and fun. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Zen Success. I would love to get your feedback at zensuccesspodcast.com on what topics you'd be most interested in and what Zen success is to you. Thanks for listening.